Welcome to the Houseman Financial Podcast. I'm Trudy Houseman. This podcast was created to help our clients and their families answer confusing money questions simply. We know smart families talk about money. Today, we're not going to talk about money necessarily, but I want to sit down with uh, Dominica, one of the advisors here at Houseman Financial, and uh, help folks get to know her a little bit better. So you've been here close to 10 years, right, Dominica? Yes, I started um, in 2013. So yes, almost a decade ago, not quite. Almost a decade. And now your <laughs> girls are grown. They were just tiny babies when we met. Yes, I was actually still nursing Kinsley <laughs> when I first and, she's, and they're going to be in middle school soon. So they're that, yeah, crazy. Right. <laughs> so I wanted to um, ask you a couple questions. I I know that you studied um, chemistry, and I've always wondered if you hadn't come into into the financial industry, would you have studied? Would you have worked in as a chemist, or would if you hadn't become a financial planner, what what would you have done otherwise? You know, that's a really good question. Honestly, chemistry um, was one of the things. I feel like so many things in my life were just happened to me, and me not happened to it. Right? Like I didn't seek out chemistry. What happened was I um, I was originally a communications major and I didn't have to study and I was still making all A's. And so one of the things, because I'm a first generation college graduate in my family. And so growing up, I was raised by my grandmother, grew up in a church. Um, my pastor always ended with a challenge for your mind. And so I knew chemistry was difficult. I was one of the only kids in my high school class that was passing it. And so I was like, oh, well, since I'm not really having to study and do a lot in communications, maybe I'll become a chem chemistry major. Now, with that, I did do that, um, earn my degree, but I had no intentions on being a lab rat, like absolutely <laughs> none. Um, <laughs> and honestly, I did not have a plan. I did not have a plan. Um, so, you, so you did it for the challenge. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Kudos to you, because I avoided chemistry like the plague, just <laughs> for the record. I, I'm, at, I, I'm proud of having, met, you know, aced three years of calculus, but chemistry was <laughs> the bane of my existence. Right. <laughs> You're not alone in that. I mean, it's not for everyone. <laughs> So tell me now that you are in, in finance and I, I know it's, it, it happened to me also in a rather fortuitous way. It wasn't what I planned on doing, kind of ended up there and loved it, apparently do well at it. So, you know, stick with it. Right. Like, you know, don't don't break it if it's or not broke. Right. Um, but now that you're in it, what would what would you say you like the most about your job, about about what you do for a living? You know, honestly, what I enjoy the most is the fact that I get to help everyday people, right? People that could be your next door neighbor, people that could have been, you know, family members, friends, colleagues. And I'm really adding um, a layer of protection, um, a, a, a sense of ease and peace of mind for them because quite honestly, what I'm doing now is I manage if it's not their largest asset, it's their second largest asset. And so that trust, the loyalty, um, I take, you know, I hold very dear to me. And so just the fact that I have the opportunity to really be able to go out and impact um, and support 
and um, provide, you know, the financial stabilities for these families really, really does touch my heart. It's what keeps me going. Well, now you are sounding like a pastor. I'm afraid you're, you're going to give me a challenge at the end of this. But that's my true story, though. That's my true story. Absolutely. So, um, so given that, do you think that everyone could benefit from having a financial planner? Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, even the youngest of folks can. Um, it's so interesting because when I talk, say, to new clients, um, I often give them a demographic, right, in terms of who I work with. And quite honestly, you know this, too, because our clients range all across the board. I mean, I have, you know, literally kids that are just graduating high school to those that's you know, on the other complete other end of the spectrum, right? Um, where they're in their 90s and just, you know, living out the rest of their days. So yes, no, absolutely. I feel like every single individual, regardless of where you are, if you're just starting, if you're mid-career, if you're, you know, retiring, whatever the case may be, absolutely having a financial advisor makes um, a key difference for sure. And, and where do you think um, the greatest benefit comes in? You know, what, what is it about having an advisor that, that really makes the difference for folks? I think, yeah, that's another really good question. I think one is um, education, right? So having them aware of what they're doing and why they're doing it, right? Like putting the pieces of the puzzle together, having that roadmap, if you would. Um, but then again, on the second uh um, value, I would say is honestly, if you don't have an advisor, then you take on that responsibility yourself. Like I would never go and be my own doctor. Yeah, Google has plenty of information out there, but am I qualified enough to really diagnose myself? I'm not. So um, yeah, those would be my two most valuable reasons of, of having an advisor. I, I have to agree. You know, I think it also, uh, what, what we do helps, um, uh, obviously people with a roadmap, right? Everybody has goals that they want to get to in their lives. And there's almost always a financial component to that, you know, whether it's, you know, buying your first home or getting married and being able to start a family or protecting that, the family of the house that you've acquired, um, you know, all the way through putting kids through school and, and coming to, you know, a safe and comfortable retirement um, and having, I think, a roadmap, right? From, from point A to point B is, is always um, important, right? Absolutely. Um, and it's kind of fun to work with these clients intergenerationally. You know, sometimes we start with the grandparents and then we end up with working with the kids and then we end up working with the grandkids. And it's kind of fun to be like that family, the family advisor, right? It is. It is. Up ending up being invited to weddings and right. funerals and stuff. <laughs> You're like, right. this is weird, but, but good. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So um, if you had to say there was one thing in particular that you think sets people up to be successful in their finances, is there is there one aspect or one thing that you think really helps differentiate between people who are going to be successful and, and not? Well, that's interesting because I think success is defined um, differently amongst different individuals, right? But if we're, if, if we're just taking like an average client that I or we would work with, I think the most successful ones are the ones that start early. 
um, the ones that are diligent and the ones who want to work with us. Right. So they value our time. They value our expertise um, and they look to us to do what we specialize in. Um, I, I think that definitely makes a difference. So, again, if I, I don't know if I could just nail it down to just one thing, but I'd certainly think being diligent, being open to the relationship um, and trusting the, the advisor that you're working with, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and absolutely. Starting early. You know, nothing like coming to somebody after you've already, you know, are already in a mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fix it. Can you fix it? Well, well, that's a little more challenging. Right. Um, um, speaking of that, you know, what would you say um, is the co- most common mistake that you've seen? Uh, you that you know, we're often we're often asked to come in and, and help fix uh, a mistake. Um, what what would you say is is the, the biggest mistake that that you've seen folks make um, in their finances? Yeah, you know, honestly, I think the biggest mistake is the embarrassment, right? Because in order to do what we do, we ha- we I require vulnerability. You have to be able to be vulnerable and just be willing to expose yourself, regardless of how bad you think the situation the situation may be. Because quite honestly. It could surprise you. It could turn out where it's not as bad as you think. But the more you procrastinate and say, oh, my gosh, I want to make sure I have this in order before I have this conversation, you could actually be doing yourself a little bit more harm than good in that fashion. The sooner you get in and the sooner you open yourself up and have that advisor um, guide you along the way um, will make, again, a a world of difference. So, um, biggest challenge or or mistake, if you want to call it that, is just um, feeling not completely comfortable with where you are currently and and prolonging the the start of the relationship. Well, and and I I think that's part of, uh, a big part of our relationship is helping people to feel comfortable sharing because it is a, a very personal thing and people get um, you know, as you said, kind of embarrassed if they're if their ducks aren't in order. Right. But we can't help you put them in order. I mean, if, if you already had it, everything in order, you wouldn't you wouldn't. Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't be having a problem in the first place. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So so given what we've just been talking about, um, I wanted to ask, is there a particular success story that has brought you joy? You know, when you think about um, a client who maybe has really overcome some obstacles or, you know, has, has really something that brings you joy when you think about this person's situation. You know, my favorite stories are always the ones where I can have that initial conversation and they're starting from ground zero, literally have not began any type of retirement savings, emergency fund savings. And so I start them on their path and I, you know, let them know, hey, listen, we take steps along the way. As things continue to improve for you and your life financially, then we will continue taking additional steps to improve where we are currently. And so to see that person go from literally just starting their 401k plan, not even at the maximum amount, at the very minimum amount that they could, you know, financially fit within their monthly expenditures. And then to see that grow over time so that, and then you know, years later, they're now in a position where they are comfortable. They know that they can retire and say, you know, and it's all because 
what what happened initially, right? They took that first step. Those are always like the heart-wrenching stories for me. I love those um, because it really does make a difference. And again, it's just lack of knowledge, lack of understanding, and then just being afraid of the impact Right. Because a lot of times you don't know what you don't know. And so they think, oh, well, I can't afford to do this when actuality you can. Let me show you how. So, yeah, those are those are those are the ones that I enjoy the most. Well, I I just really want to thank you, Dominica. It has been fabulous talking with you. And I love, love, love your passion. Um, I hope today's episode has given everybody some ideas and stories to encourage their financial success. Uh, Click the link in the show notes to connect with Dominica, and as always, like and subscribe.